who would you rather have in a rap battle? Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Sony Brown Michelle. versus no, we're not doing. We're, Sony Michelle doesn't count because he's good, and a Cole, and Cole Beasley doesn't count. We're doing. Who would you rather have? Um, LeBron, and Antonio Keith. Brown, and Abron, Abron, uh, AB, and Le'Veon Bell versus Damian Lillard and Lonzo Ball. Well, Damian and Lonzo because Damian, they're both so good. Damian's good. Lonzo's like Lonzo, no, no, Lonzo's no, no, no. Good. See, good. Lonzo's good. Lonzo's good. Lonzo, um, and then both, his, his both like mixtape or whatever is like pretty fire. No, his whole album's not that bad. That's on me. Jacob, if you want to throw that in for reference for people that haven't heard Lonzo Ball's studio album. I don't think I've heard it. What's it called? I can't know what it's called. It's, um, I think it's, it's a Born to Ball. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Born, it's actually Born not bad. Ball. Like, a couple of my friends are, like, really into it. Uh, yo, f- yo, soy fiesta. crazy, <laughs> dog. <laughs> Um, welcome back to episode 24 of the Yo Soy Fiesta podcast, where we will break down the abysmal ending of the Patriots' confusing 2019-2020 season and give some give some off off season preview. So, does anyone want to dive in so quickly? I feel like I should go last because I'm all, I'm all negative right now. Yeah. And you so, and you barely watched half the game too. Hey, I watched the second half of that game. I didn't second even bother half. to watch the I didn't even bother to yeah, watch you, play the first half. You made like you were like with Jacob yeah. Watt. Yeah, you well, were like the first for, half was everything that really mattered. Like, like Grant watching the Super Bowl. Uh, had the Op, the, uh, what is it? The opportunity for I had the uh, opportunity to go, to go to the Super yeah. Bowl, but uh, the catch was I would have had to miss the first half, and I said I haven't missed a half of Patriots or I haven't missed a quarter of Patriots football in like five plus years, and I'm not going to start now in the Super Bowl. And then that he had a half, chance to go to the Super Bowl and pass it up, basically. And I said no. the most important half. Yeah, and I said no, and it ended up being three three with like seven yards of total offense, and <laughs> I could have seen my favorite band. And my favorite team in the same building on the same night <laughs> when a Super Bowl in the city that I'm in. So yeah, that was a little disappointing. But a bigger disappointment is the fact that the team. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, little good system. transition. That was That's great. A clean transition. A bigger disappointment was that this team. Thank you, Grant. Um, yeah, is that we are. You know what? I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with the less breakdown view and the more just overall fan. The worst part about this loss is that we can't watch the team play anymore. And that's kind of like the biggest thing that I like really did take away was that like it just sucks that come Saturday and come the next or, or come the next Sunday we're not going to be able to watch the team anymore. Like I am going to be such a shell of a person every single playoff game, AFC playoff game and then now the Super Bowl. Like any Super Bowl party or whatever, I, like it's going to be like 2015. I'm going to be miserable. I am just going to be sitting there being like, this should be us. This sh- like, it, it, this it'll should suck. be us. Oh, you plan? Uh, I'll be just sitting there, sad, watching probably the Ravens and the 49ers. <laughs> and I'll have basically the, the only thing that keeps me going with this NFL season is like the hatred rooting for over so for like, Baltimore and Kansas. So basically, it's just like, I want, there's no team that I like really want to win the Super Bowl this uh, year. Niners, huh? Well, okay, I, I, have one, I have one downside 
I know. Grant, is this the thing that I told you to, uh, or I sent to the group chat earlier about the uh, Bill Belichick slander? No. Oh, okay. But I was going to say there's one downside to the Niners winning a Super Bowl, and that would be the fact that they would also then have six rings. Mm. So oh, yeah. that would be a little brutal. I was, but uh, I was, if per- there is one team that I could just, you know, I think I would also, the Titans winning the Super Bowl would be awesome. That'd be kind or of the cool. Vikings, or the Vikings. No, Vikings win- no, I, never I, mind. I, Not the Vikings, because then Lizzo's going to go over the, oh, new man uh, on the Minnesota true. Vikings. There, there, there's yeah, like a downside to every team winning yeah. the Super Bowl. I don't um, really see a plus well, side for either Kansas City or Baltimore, though. Well, if or Kansas Green City Bay. wins, I like Mahomes, though. Terrible. So I love Mahomes. No, his if girlfriend just... and brother are just oh, oh, oh brother, yeah. About about that. That. Dude, his girlfriend's show. awful too. His brother's really... a shit show. I know that, but I mean, he, okay. Mahomes himself, though, I like him. At the beginning of the season, you guys were all making fun of me about Houston going to the AFC Championship. Now you guys are oh, now wanting they're in the Houston divisional. Uh oh. Uh oh. Now, no. Now you want Houston to go to the AFC Championship. It's not that we said we didn't want it. I don't. <laughs> I said it wouldn't happen. They're the same old Texans. They, they you, and they're you the same old me. Texans that are going Texans to go. Texans are going to get blown out on. You also said it was going to be Patriots Texans. So I mean, that's yeah. true. That is you also true. You said AB was your favorite receiver, and wait, wait that's Jacob, my you said receiver. it was going to be Patriots Browns. Oh yeah. yeah you, you said the Browns were winning the division. I didn't put much stock okay. in my no, predictions. No, well, if this we're year. if we're okay, I think we should just do like a react episode later. But Grant did say that his hot take for MVP was Mitchell Trubisky, <laughs> which I re- still think was a good pick. And his reasoning yeah, was, well. it's the quarterback on the best team. Don't we all had yeah. we all had Chicago. All right, we so we're getting Chicago a little sidetracked. Here. Yeah, we are sidetracked. But a little sidetracked. We can say that for my another episode. My main point though. was that it just sucks that we're not going to be watching anymore. I will be a shell of a person these next few weeks. It's going to suck. Um, if someone would like to. To take it and talk about more of a technical side thing here then one more one more guess. yeah one more final thing about the the super bowl talk um there's a downside to the 49ers and it's the sixth ring but um uh what is it people are then they're gonna be like oh belichick passed that up he traded and then belichick slander is gonna come out of nowhere and well, Belichick slander will come out every single year from Patriots yeah. fans when he doesn't make a giant move in free agency. He does make, yeah, he does make a giant move, but he'll like give up a few picks for Cassius Marsh, right? Something like that. I don't know. He'll go out. He'll go out and get like, uh, like uh, Nelson Coney Aguilar, Ealer. Coney Ealer, Coney. Yeah, no, he'll pick up some random person. He'll, he'll pick we'll up a Keyshawn Martin three. again. Yeah, another right. wide receiver three. That's just what we need. Ethan or Matt, do you what are you like just your sadness? Um, the... It was it was brutal being in the building. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, Welker, Welker has been relived, and now you can't compare Edelman and Welker and say which one's better, another one, or someone's more clutch because he made a catch in the Super Bowl. Like, not true. No. Uh, look, a third, a, a Edelman six, pulls a Welker, hey, and that's a it. Second, a second and six in. Well, if you're calling it a Welker, that that should end your debate right there. Okay, second, Welker pulled an Edelman. Welker pulled a pre a pre Edelman Edelman. Okay. If Welker catches it, we win the Super Bowl. If, if Edelman, Edelman catches, catches this, we it, win we have game. a chance to then com- go another third down. Well, no, because you never know. Because if Edelman caught or if Welker caught it, you never know that. Oh, Brady throws a pick on the next play. So I mean. If we're going with, I'm pretty sure if we had caught both of those balls, we would have gone on to win the game. That's my scenario. Okay. Sure, but wouldn't but yes. the game? I think we still would have been down if we even went on. What was the score when Edelman? No, dropped? it was fourteen thirteen. Okay, man. 
So, like, your likeliness of taking the lead on that drive if he catches the ball is very high. Yeah. And the defense was incredible again. Yeah, because, I mean, Aside the, defense, Henry. the defense was shutting him down the second But, see, half, then you and... get in that situation where they can't run with Derrick Henry and they have to throw with Tannehill. So. Yeah. And what is it? Because, I mean, we're down by one point. All we need is just for the most likely situation of our offense sputtering out within the 20-yard line, and then we kick a field goal for the lead. Sure. Yeah, it's yeah. it's one of those things that um, I can speak on it more in a minute when we're all through. But it, the season, this season will haunt me forever because of missed opportunities. I can get back to that in a second. But all the there, drops and every like the game started out fittingly with Myers dropping that ball right off the bat, and I I just sat back and I said, yeah, this is going to be a type of game that's going to be, and that's what it was. So. You know, at one point Brady was like ten for fifteen, like a hundred yeah. some yards, like leading down the field, and I was like, "This is what we haven't seen all year." And then what he finished with, like just an abysmal two hundred yards, pick six, two hundred yards. Pick like, six wasn't his fault, by the way. Brady no, might have the most pick sixes that aren't his fault of like anybody ever. I swear to God. How many pick sixes off the top of my head? I can think of four pick sixes that he's thrown. My Super Bowl, Amendola, the Super Bowl. Um, the Eagles won with to Malcolm Jenkins. Yeah. I won like a hundred yards, and then the the right. the back to back ones to former Patriots. Oh God, yeah, those. But also the Amendola one was a face mask, and he got pulled away from yeah. the ball. And um, the the one in the Super Bowl inexcusable. The one to Eric Rowe. Uh, I'm let's just blame that on Sony. <laughs> I mean, but Brady didn't even come set on that throw. He just like no, that was weird. That was the weirdest interception. He I've checked ever it half ass. It was like okay. It was almost as weird as the the Tannehill to uh, Daron Harmon one, where Daron Harmon was somehow underneath the throw, and like I don't know I how know. he caught that. But just yep. watching it initially, I didn't think he was even close. <laughs> See, that's but, the uh, thing about this team, though, is that like that was the difference between this team and a lot of other teams is the defense um, made that play for the offense, and the offense then could not do anything with it. And that, if was we why, had this and that is why we're playing in the wild card. Jacob, you'll hate this take, but this is the take that I've come away with from the game, is that bad wide receiver play has ruined the legacy of an all-time historic defense. Well, I don't know about that. Well, first of all, I remember back at the trade deadline, we were all asking for a receiver, and I remember you saying that yeah. I don't see the need at receiver. You're right. And now you're here saying – 100%. I was so wrong about cuz I cuz I know yeah, everyone wanted a, everyone wanted a premium wide receiver and I was I, saying I don't I just wanted I just wanted receiver. someone and then I got someone with Sanu and look and look and I was high on Sanu and then look what happened. Now, I, fairness, now I want him gone. Yeah. In fairness though with the wide receivers is that at that time our wide receivers were playing well and that might have been, might be due to just like lackluster teams that we were playing but like when you look at the Miami game or the I mean, which we had Antonio Brown in, I guess, but or the the Steelers <laughs> game, like there was times where you like Dorsett was making plays thirty yards downfield. Getting that wide game, open. like that oh, game, got that us really high. Wasn't happening at the end of the year. Yeah, it seemed can, like can, at one point why, the flip or the switch just flipped, and everyone kind of figured out the offense, and they weren't able to adapt. Yeah, I can, I can tell you why, Grant. Is because I've been saying this all freaking year. Man coverage, like some like teams we were playing, these garbage teams don't have a clue how to play against us. Literally, you, you just have to play man coverage, and the, you you shut down our receivers. Besides, one hundred percent, because they're only, not because they're, they're not one receiver that can beat man. Yeah, exactly. Like 
Harry can't beat man coverage yet. Sanu can't. And Harry apparently. wasn't even playing until. Yeah, he, that too. Josh Gordon wasn't doing a good, a great job either. Yeah. Besides week one. Gordon's uh, terrible this year. Dorsett, I'm sorry, but like. Dorsett can't beat man coverage. Myers, I, I feel like he could a little bit, but like he's not up there yet. He still has a long he way to go. He had the route running. His route running was pretty nice at times. He's not bad. His route running, even Sanu, I don't hate Sanu's route running either. It was just streaky. Everyone was just streaky. No, like. There was no one you could rely on and no one that I think Brady could feel comfortable throwing the ball to but Edelman. And you it got can't worse as the year went when on. Doubled, when he's doubled, yeah. And that's, you, yeah well, we'll touch yeah. on it later, but the other reason why I don't understand why Brady would go to another team is that he would be with brand new receivers that he yeah. has no clue how to play with again, right? Why would you learn like, an somewhere. entire new system? Yeah, I get what exactly. you're saying. We, we'll touch on it later, but like it makes no sense because at least if he comes back, he'll have Harry for a second year, Myers for a second year, Edelman, Edelman. for like the yeah. longest time ever and then okay, like you to adapt to these guys i've just done some research and i mean it's it's you grant i think mentioned it earlier but this is such a 2015 season and i found so many things mm-hmm. that are just like similar to 2015 and like sure i'm reaching on some things but i'll i just made a list of everything that's i could find that was similar from 2015 to this year so we were both coming uh, both this year and la- uh, 2015 we were coming off of a super bowl win um, against a NFC West opponent. Um, and then the NFC division that we played the following season was the NFC East. Uh, we started off incredible. Uh, 2015, we started off 10-0. and This year, we started off 8-0. Uh, kicking troubles. Gostowski to end the year in 2015 and then throughout the entire year this year. Uh, we both started week one against Pittsburgh to raise the banner. Um, we had a loss against Miami in week 17 that ultimately changed the playoffs. Um, we lost in the playoffs to a poverty passing team. This year was Tennessee. 2015 was uh, Denver and that whole Brock Osweiler, Peyton Manning debacle. Uh, a costly fumble on Sunday night football. This year was Baltimore. 2015 yeah. was Chris Harper in Denver. And then a midseason trade yeah. for the third wide receiver on the team, Sanu and Keyshawn Martin. Uh, uh, another big one that you missed is that both seasons, um, I mean, this season's still kind of unwritten, but with 2015, the reason that 2015 haunts me a lot is because I think that if they call a pass interference or holding, pick, yeah. pick or choose yeah. whatever you want mm-hmm. on a keep to leave and Gronk on the uh, two point conversion, if they yeah. call that play, um, or if they call that, if they if they throw the flag for that, uh, I think that we go to the Super Bowl and then I think we steamroll Carolina. What uh, is it, that fourth down play would go six. down in infamy, or I mean Same not infamy th- in history, but in like history, no one yeah. talks about it. Same, yeah, it, it, and same thing goes with uh, um, uh, the the Kansas City game. That if any of those flags are called differently, I think this season has a whole different shape. The bye week, you just don't know what happens. There's just we have a bye uh, week, a, and then we host very, the next round, yeah. right? A very costly no call changed the the outcome of the season. See, like I, it, it was when we lost the bye week. I thought that's when the season was pretty much pretty much over. Matt, yeah, we I want that bye week, Matt. I you said we've we've been talking for all week that you've you've had a lot to rant about. I want to I want you to say that now so I can and because I think I have a lot to build off of your rant, like what I wanted to rant about. Yeah, what you were frustrated about. Like what you were saying during the game, I think was what you were like the frustration being like. Yeah, like, like so after the game. when when we threw the pick six, I put my head in my hands and I just said, <laughs> "What a!" I was like, "What a waste!" and like. I also said that Brady won't go out like that. Like he's not gonna throw a pick. He's not gonna retire after he threw a pick six to ice a game. 
But the main frustration was that we wasted this defense, like Grant said. Like, at least if your def or your offense, sorry, was mediocre, we would have won this game. Like, all this, if we would have put up at least 20 points, we would have won this game. But the most frustrating thing was just the play calling. Like, you know, I was just joking in my that you know, if I was like Madden right now, I I or no, I wouldn't throw. I would a full back dive with like Roberts, and then he actually did it. And I kind of, <laughs> I sat back and I was like, "You have the greatest quarterback of all time," and his offensive line's been like pretty good up to that point. And then you just do a full back dive. What was weird before with a linebacker? One like, of the goal line plays is the Titans came out not loading the box, and there was a gaping hole. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was me it. just envisioning it, but I could see it because the, the camera frame wasn't over like overhead. It was on Brady, but you could see that the space between center and right and left guard uh, were completely open. And I was like, oh my God, just just snap this ball and Brady duck it. You're in the end zone. And then right as bad as I was thinking that Brady turns around, two linebackers come in, they shift in. And it was like, that was, I think the, the next play was the fullback diver, just a run with Sony immediately got stuff and it was just like, that was the other frustrating thing for me too was that goal line sequence because you, okay, you, that you was get the, that yeah that i want to talk about that when you're done like you get that touchdown and what we would have been up 10 or i can't remember i would get messed up on the score basically a touchdown there it doesn't really matter what we we're up i probably would have done it in because no no yeah, team exactly. was scoring in okay. the second half yeah exactly and like what you said, how it looked like he was wide open, or not wide open, but he would have been able to sneak that ball in right over top. And he's the great quarterback to probably ever quarterback sneak it in his like in his career. And it just made right. no sense. Like you take that chance because the odds of him getting in on the one yard line, getting a push from running backs or than some offensive lineman, exactly. <laughs> and then props off the returns on the third down play he absolutely manhandled their offensive line and just jumped right through but that was kind of sa- uh, like sour for me because he was the he was a dude that i really wanted in that draft and me too and, and the yeah. titans the titans got him and i always made the jokes of like the titans want to be the patriots so bad they're taking the people the patriots want um like, the other thing too is i want i want jacob to look at the all 22 and um, for the game and see what the look was when brady called the timeout it's out. He called like two of them. Is it out? Yeah. yeah what are, are you talking about? The goal line, one yard line thing, or where he trust, where he quarterback first? sneaks it. I think it was the first play call. Uh, I have I, again. I missed the first half, so I don't. I don't. I right. Yeah, that, that makes sense. But I wanna. Yeah. I wanna touch on something. Um, I'd say Ted Karras did uh, a phenomenal job for the situation that we was put into. Yes. Um, yeah, especially yeah, like he didn't absolutely phenomenal. Like I wouldn't say like I mean I don't know if there's like a play that I'm forgetting off the top of my head, but like it's not like we greatly missed David Andrews, and that's not like we obviously did. I think the run, but there was no play. Running game specific. There was no specific play in which we're like, yep. Like there are different definitely how about plays. A four, where it's like, yep. How about three run plays on the goal that, line? No, that's that's what I'm getting at. Like, like, like obviously like, there's some plays where you're like, oh, yep. Game. If Gronk, if Gronk was right here, that that's where we missed Gronk. Like in 20, uh, mm-hmm. when 2017, we're like, yep, this is where we could have gotten Edelman. Like in there fairness, was no like it's real bad that all season. Yes, and that goal line stands was the the biggest, the worst time to miss David Andrews all season. But for Karras to come in as he, he never really started any games before 
and then, and then just before hurt, the season starts, back. exactly, yeah, just before the season starts, he gets thrown into it with really no time to prep for it, and he shuts down oh, some okay. of the best D tackles in the entire league, and like Fletcher Cox and Chris. I guess he didn't play versus Chris Jones. For what but, I thought was going to happen to this offensive line this season, now given they weren't incredible. Karras specifically played so much better than I thought he ever would have. So sorry. before this season, sorry, Jacob, but before the no, season, Karras started five games and two of them were at center. Uh, the most I can remember one at Miami too, where he threw the ball five feet behind Brady. So I found Ooh. the uh, goal line stand here. There you go. And what do you want me to find out? Because right now I have it at. It's at the one yard line. It's first down at the one yard line. And so is there? There's the formation. He's going to quarterback sneak it, and he calls a timeout there, right after. I can't remember if it was the first or second play, but well, the first play is the is a Sony Michelle run that went for a negative one yard. Okay, so I think it's the play after that, isn't it? The second one. Well, then there's a timeout, and then. Okay, because yeah. he, he saw the look and he didn't like it. He sat at the line for like a couple seconds. Yeah, and then it he went yeah back. they don't show that. They don't show that. Because it, it says it's marked by a timeout, then it shows the second down play, which was a run with Burkhead. So it doesn't show, yeah, it doesn't show him taking the timeout. Okay. Uh, because it wasn't officially a play, I guess. I don't know. This is sort of a just like a today topic, but Bill Belichick is not good against his former coordinators. Yeah, he's just, fourteen and fourteen. Yeah, that's not that. So, like, oh, okay, this year, what any, is he? Do we play any? This year, he was coming one up. Three. Okay, do we play um, any coming up? Uh, Joe Judge, we're not playing the Giants next year, no. so we're gonna probably we're gonna have to play the Texans, the Chiefs, and Flores twice. So that's four more. Yeah, I feel like no, but this is. I feel like it's always with with Belichick, and this I could be completely wrong about this from just the eye test. I feel like it's the first or second game he plays them. It's like a hump. And then he just kind of dominates them from that point on. Oh, are we counting like former coordinators and then moving to the head coach role? Because I mean, I Chiefs is like isn't Romeo Cornell on the yeah. Chiefs? Are we counting? No, that Romeo Cornell's on the the Texans. Oh, yeah, that yeah. So yeah, we play the Texans. See now, every team's gonna be like, oh, that's how you beat the Patriots. You take yeah, no, it's like the, the Patriots. Like, every, all the teams complain. They're like, oh, they're cheaters. Then proceed to take their entire coach exactly. Staff. They take every like everyone wants like, McDaniel's, and they're like, oh, you soon, cheaters. Yeah. Soon in twenty years, the whole coaching staff is just gonna be made up by Belichick's. Yeah, they currently have three: Belichick, Saban. Either they're recommended by Saban or they're former Belichick employees. All right, uh, so I have my own thoughts about how this season ended. Hmm. <laughs> it's just I wanted to go last so everyone can get their like sorrows out because they're probably a little bit more positive than mine. So <laughs> I thought that I thought the game was I thought the season was over after that my that pathetic Miami game. Like, and we've been saying all year that this defense has been wasted because of the offense, which is which has been true for the most part. But in that Miami game, you know what was the better unit in that game? I think the offense was better than the defense in that game. That's true. The offense was was scoring. Yeah, you're right. How many points did we score? Like 24 points? Yeah, 27, 24. If if the defense is that good, we should be able to— That would have blown out Tennessee this week if we We should have won that game. That should have been enough to beat Miami. That's what I'm trying to say. That should have been enough to beat Miami. But they let—but they—Ryan Fitzpatrick picked them apart, and— 
Gilmore had an awful game. He could not handle his first bad Parker. game in like a year. Yeah, plus. and then he comes back and holds AJ Brown to four yards. But it he was only targeted. On catch. Yeah, four he was yards, only targeted though. He was targeted only once in that game. Yeah, though. but that's good if you're. Yeah, it's still you're good. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying he was bad in this game. I'm not. But even I thought the defense was was better than. I know the stats are like Henry ran for like what 150 yards, but like I thought the defense was, was insane, a little better. Man. I think it was better stop? in the second half. What was that? How do you even stop Henry? I don't. What understand. was that defense they switched to in the second half? That was like the Super Bowl. Yeah, defense. they did the six. What they called six a guys six on one. the line. That's what it's called. Oh, a six, six guys one. On yeah. Line, yeah. I, why didn't they do they that sooner? Started with that. I don't understand it. Yeah. Why didn't so they do that sooner? Thing. Like what? that's what I like said. Biggest, I, Matt's been the, the biggest start. six one defense supporter all season, and just says. Run it, run, run this, and they don't ever listen well, until the your quarterback's Ryan Tannehill. Like he's not gonna burn you. Yeah, yeah and they don't even plan on using like, Tannehill. Like they're you only... have the best secondary in the NFL, and then you don't run six one defense. Like, like, I, like yeah, that's the. It's just like the I, I, yeah. I knew the Derrick Henry screen was coming eventually because that's how they got their big plays. But he could you know the, for all seventy five yards on that drive. Exactly, you, you're supposed to take Belichick's supposed to take away your best player, and he didn't even do that. Like the this most, was, yeah, they took away AJ Brown. This, yeah, this, was like, perfect, okay. this, this was the perfect game to use that defense because you, you ha- you're fully invested in the in stopping the run. You can you don't you don't need safety help help really if you have if your corners are this good. Against the issue, yeah, yeah. The, like, the issue with and, that and is that Tannehill, like, six one is if he breaks into the secondary, you're pretty much screwed because no one's going to yeah, catch but him. Yeah, but I would have. But that, that's so. the yeah. zone blitz defense that we run anyway. The the issue with playing honest, six yeah. one consistently is that that once Chung got hurt, the tight end was unstoppable because I, it was. I'm not one of those like people that like will just sit there and watch a football game and be like. This is a run. I guarantee it's a run right, whatever. Like trying yeah, to Yeah, like Tony play. Romo is like, oh, watch this. They'll run it. Romo yeah. is right every single time. Yeah, he said something. But, so. but Romo is usually right. I'm not that, like, basically that, like, stereotypical dad that's like, watch this. This is going to be a run right. Like, try to, yeah, like, stare like, yeah, plays. Yeah. But every single time, Terrence Brooks would be matched up man to man with the tight end. It, there, there's two specific times I can think of the killer third down conversion. And, and the, the touchdown. touchdown. Like, we to Anthony, I saw it. To Anthony Ferkser, who's a yeah, guy who went to exactly. Harvard. Exactly. I saw it happen, and I was like, this is it. Like, Terrence Brooks is about to get beat right here. And it happened. As we, um, as we talk about the safeties, this is something I was just thinking of, I think, either this morning or last night. But Patrick Chung has probably had one of the worst years of his life. Like, he posted something on Instagram saying, like, 2019 sucked. His 2019 was probably, like, one of the worst years you could possibly – concoct minus being a super bowl champion it's a cocaine curse it was so started in 2019 he like (laughs) broke his arm in the super bowl so he couldn't even play in the super bowl then they won but like yeah and then the offseason where he couldn't do that much he was in the red practice jersey then the whole cocaine situation then he has one of the worst years of his career he's he's beaten up like he can't do this and he can't he's aged and you should probably you should probably can't really do this anyway we need to fix this because even terrence brooks is not that much better what we need and chug is fine i don't think that like chug was an issue he's he's kind of an issue dude we can't rely on him anymore he's you just can't you need a you need a man-to-man safety in the draft yeah i'm not even knocking chug it's just he can't do it anymore he gives jordan richards a call no yeah No, Cyrus Jones. Oh yeah, even plus better. with uh with Gunner's injury and Sanu, eh, not. We, Here's we another thing too. Runner. This season was just plagued by injuries as well. 
So, True. Yeah. Uh, another Everywhere. parallel of 2015 yeah. is that Key like how many guys? I'll pull it up right now, but uh, I'm just saying, like, how many guys could you actually name that are were on as, the injury report? As Matt does that, like, looks at how many injuries were there. I think a storyline about this season that just like no one is talking about is how Gronk screwed us over by saying, "Oh yes, yes I won't. Yes. I won't Some, do my. Yeah. I won't do my retirement now. Uh, I may come back. I think but at the mean. In the meanwhile, don't because sign the Patriots Jared were Cook. waiting for him to come back. I don't sign, think that don't anyone sign Jared thought Cook. I might come back. Oh no, and nope, and then oh, I might come back. Ethan, I might come you're back. You're so oh. right, Ethan. I know what you're talking about, and you're so right. Yeah, you're I don't so think right. that Belichick, in fact, thinks he was going. I think once you've left the building, I think he's like, I'm moving on. But the one guy that I think did think he was coming back was Kraft because of how frequently he would do stuff like, "Hey, don't lose our number." Like. He hasn't turned his retirement papers in yet. Like things like that, where I think that, that sure. I don't think the organization was planning for his comeback and was expecting it and building the team around it. But there was a part of them that thought that like 2%, 3% chance that they might see him come back to where they thought it's an, it's a chance. So we'll leave the door open for it. And when it never did happen, you know, I think what, what everyone was wrong about this season was that I think they thought, well, we can't replace Gronk, so we're going to you know, just draft Nikhil Harry. He'll be a big physical player that can go up and grab it like Gronk did. Um, we'll make up for the blocking with uh, whatever it may be with, uh, uh, with Ben Watson. There was things or Lacoste that or something they, or, else, right? Yeah, they could they – could, Izzo. Um, Izzo, one of, the, you know, one of those guys. But when it didn't really work out as well as they thought, I think, it, well, I think Gronk's absence was – more noticeable than anyone could and, have possibly predict. Well, Grant, and then you like, come in. Yeah, go ahead, Jacob. Sorry. Uh, what Ethan, what re, what Ethan is referring to is that the fact that he didn't, that he waited so long. I know it's hard to decide when you're going to retire, but he led that on for so long during the off season. Like Jared Cook didn't want to. They tried to sign Jared Cook, but he didn't want to come here because he didn't know if he's going to be sitting behind Gronk all. I got year. what you're saying. Yeah, and, and also, also the, in, and in the, the cap yeah, space as well. The cap space, like we didn't get that cap space until he officially retired. Like. And that that also screwed us in out until of the deadline, couple, right? Yeah, a, it, that also screwed us with a couple of like free agents. So like overall, like him waiting that long really screwed us over in a lot of ways. And Another kept, thing was he kept the, uh, teasing. Yeah, he was yeah. like, "Oh, maybe I will." Oh no! And then he no. released After, that, like, he the released that video like, or whatever. He did it once, and then the second one, I think, because oh, it was the CBD one was the first one he said yeah. had a big enough to make, and then it was like. Okay, the second time he did it, I was like, I don't care, Grunk. Like, I, I didn't even watch that video. I up? didn't even like, watch his seriously. beach party video. I don't. I hope he better not do this like again next season. Or I swear to God, I'm sick of I hearing about him. I can't come back. This next isn't. Season, this think. isn't really like. Look, a, I'm um, fine. I'm fine from hearing about him, but I just don't want to. I don't want the Patriots to be associated with. It. I don't want. Yeah, it's, it's just, like yeah. yeah, no. Like you can make an announcement. Like do all you want. Like yeah, have like, have your parties and whatever you do. But don't yeah. be like, I have an announcement to make that has to do with football. Although, I give him credit for the announcement that he made about the beach party being like, um, it was like football themed and it had Gronk, like the, it was like the devil and the angel basically on your shoulders. And like I didn't even watch Gronk that. Like, I didn't even watch you that You need video. to be out there Neither helping your team. And he was like, uh. so like it was an ode to like the Patriots in a way where it was like, he was finally saying he's not. He's not coming out of retirement, but the timing of it and everything was very troll esque, and it was not appreciated. I understand what you're saying. I can go another over thing, the injuries when you guys a, want me to. Another so thing, one last thing is Adam Humphreys is an absolute clown. 
Like, right? Oh my god, yes. I mean, oh my god. So I, what? He's like, he's like, uh, I don't want to play with the Patriots um, because Tom Brady's old. I'm going to go play with Marcus Mariota. Who he, ends up getting said, benched halfway through the season. This is what he said at the beginning of the season, and it's honestly probably the best tweet I've ever made. Is He said, you know, when you look at guys like Tom Brady, you don't know how much longer they have. Basically, that was what it was. Like, you don't know how much longer they have. And I quote tweeted that quote, and I said, I promise you, Brady is a starting quarterback for the Patriots longer than Mariota is a starting quarterback in this league. And what, come week like seven, Mariota's done. Adam Humphreys hurt for the playoffs. Adam Humphreys is an cl- absolute clown. Absolute clown. Adam Humphreys. If we had Adam Humphreys, God knows where this team would have been this year. Seriously, he has similar stats. Could you imagine Adam, Adam Humphreys and Jared Cook on this offense? Adam Humphreys, Jared Cook, and Julian Edelman, and and Demarius like, Thomas, Josh Gordon, no, and Antonio Brown. Demarius Thomas blows. Josh Gordon is washed and suspended again. A. And B. your five. favorite wide receiver. That's your favorite wide receiver. Yeah, what's and then you add Nikhil Harry in that mix as well. Like Ethan, like just Ethan. <laughs> yeah, he's my favorite receiver. Yeah, but you know, doesn't mean I'm gonna like defend everything he does for raping someone. Hey. Just like Grant, right. innocent until right. proven guilty. Uh-huh. So here is the total injuries the Patriots suffer this season. Oh, yeah. So dating back all the way to August 13th, D'Angelo Ross was placed on IR for an undisclosed injury. Probably just that rookie thing that they seem to always do every and then, Just to keep him for next season. Probably actually an underrated blow is Brandon King. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my boy. Yeah. My boy. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I guess you could – the special teams still did good without him, but it would sure. have helped having him It would have been there. so much Like, I mean, if, if he there. wasn't hurt, I don't think that we would have gotten – Is he a free agent this year? year? Uh, he's like I a – I think he's an so. RFA or something like that. I'm I say sure. if, if he doesn't get hurt, we don't go out and get Justin Bethel. You're probably right on that. I like Bethel. Yeah, oh, Bethel yeah, is – right. I love Bethel. But so now, now we'll have Bethel and King for next year if we re-sign Bethel. But well, now we'll have all three of them. But I want Bethel – so imagine the special team him. unit. Imagine the special team unit of Nate Ebner, uh, Brandon King, oh Matthew Slater, and Justin Bethel. Oh my god! I wonder if there's but no. The Ravens jo- have Joe the Judge. best special teams because they're the number one team. Wait, shout out oh, real yes. quick. Well, this is the most we're going to talk about special teams. I'm sure for this this entire episode. But the fact that like the Titans punter, I can't place his name right Correct. now. Correct, Brett Kern. So good. He he won. All, he was all pro. Use the MVP in that Derrick game. Henry will obviously, uh, yeah. Derrick Henry will obviously get the uh, the the nod. Being he pinned like us player. at the one like five times. But, that but, game. but Kern was the best defensive player they had, basically. Yeah, he won. He went first team All Pro. Well, I I know, but that's why. Yeah. Big time anyway. players make big time plays. Yeah, he went so, first team All Pro. Back to injuries. Um, you got Keontae <laughs> Davis, who's in uh, free agent after the season. Then you got Uh-oh. Derek Rivers, who was hurt for the Derek, oh. Derek, of his speaking of that, Derek career. Rivers needs to go. Derek Rivers. He needs to go and physic wise. Derek Rivers. Derek Rivers has literally <laughs> what is it? He was drafted in seventeen. I don't think he yeah, played think more than so. two games. You know, check his like he is and nineteen. Yeah, after the, after we finish this, I wanna I have something to say about if Belichick is somehow if if. Belichick is somehow right about Derek Rivers, and he comes back, and he's like the next JJ Watt. Good for him for keeping on IR for three years to get healthy. But He'd be the same type of JJ. Literally Watt. Carson Wentz on defense. He can't go more than two games. Without yeah, he's not that good. He's not better. that good. Hey, he's not great preseason. Preseason All Star team. Um, right. Anyway, 
And then the biggest blow, probably David Andrews. Um, Gunnar Olszewski. Gunnar Olszewski. Same day. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, okay. Oh, shout and out to for going guy... back as punt returner once on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was and sick. Then... Yeah. <laughs> and then they did Here, the full Romo. block. Romo goes, oh, he can throw it. And then what's he going to do? Like, throw it behind the line <laughs> right? of scrimmage? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you better watch out for this guy. He's a like, uh... It's not the XFL. I'm sorry. <laughs> That was anyway. like, like how, I don't know if you can throw on a punt return. You can't. You can throw it backwards, but that's it. it. What? <laughs> but yeah, he's not like setting his feet and throwing a forty-yard dart behind him. No, he's not. <laughs> no. Oh okay. Actually, is that like a thing that you can do? Like, okay, what if you catch a punt and then you catch it? You send one of your guys deep and then you throw it to him. Yeah, it fucking that's XFL a rules, dude. Did you watch the XFL rules? No, I ha- well, I haven't. I the XFL like I overtime rules are double. Off. Did you see the double pass? You can throw it twice. I think. Yeah. yeah I no, saw... I, okay, that was the one I did see where you can like throw it across actually, the line and throw it again. Sick. Did you guys see the overtime rules? No, it's I a haven't. hockey shootout. Basically, you just start at the five, and it's like if you don't score, it's like, and then it just the offenses just keep changing. There's like. It's, oh, it's that's what. So Pat McAfee suggested rules for NFL overtime, and he said one ten-minute quarter, like basketball, and if you're tied after that, then you go to um, uh, uh like a hockey shootout style thing where uh, each team gets you have one offensive defense on one side of the field and the other team's offensive defense on the other side of the field, and you get three drives. If you're tied after that, you have a kicker shootout, um, and they both go from fifty yards. Oh yeah, if, Pat if, McAfee. If it's, and if I it's tied after, kicker shootout. If, if you're tied after that, then you send a non-kicker out there to hit a field goal. <laughs> that yeah, like that. Be sick, My favorite though. crazy rule change is always I've always thought if you hit the post, I think I might have made this up. I don't know. But it's Cody point, Parkey would be if, the greatest player if you, of all time. If you hit the post, everyone's at point five, So no, they you, should they should so add if, a bar in the middle of the extra point. And if you hit it, that's like plus five points. No, so I like if you if you hit the post, it's point five. So if you make it, it's three and a half. So if you're down by if you're if it if you can, this is like the strategy in it. Is if you're three and a half. So so if you can if you can doink it in, it's it's a three and a half, right? So So you're saying you could win a game like twenty seven and a half. It's it's twenty seven to it's twenty seven to twenty seven. Now you can play for overtime, or you can get like a Josh Gable or what's the destroying or whatever. Yeah, you can get one of true. these guys that has like that 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 flair, and you can try to doink it in and get three and a half. <laughs> three and a, so the final score would be thir- thirty and a half to twenty-seven. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, okay, okay. So, let me finish these okay, injuries no, here. So yeah, the, go the, ahead, um, finish that. Oh yeah, yeah. No, what, one one more rule thing is um the uh, the Arena Football League, the National Arena League. They have a team in Massachusetts who Josh Augusta, former Patriot, is on the Massachusetts team. Um, they have a rule where if on the on well they do have fifty yard fields, so it's a little different. But um, if you get like the kickoff and you get it through the uprights, they call it the deuce, and you get two points. I feel like that should be a rule. CFL has a rule like that. The CFL do that. I I was at one of these games, and the Pirates were, which is the Massachusetts team or whatever, was up ten points in with six seconds to go. Um, and they ended up going to overtime. They were up by 10 and blew a 10-point lead with six seconds to go because they gave up a touchdown because it's a 50-yard field. They gave up a full-on Hail Mary, then gave up the two-point conversion, and then the kicker nailed the two points, and they went to overtime. Shout out the guy who told me this week that we should have sent Jake Bailey to kick a – what was it? What, so instead oh, yeah, of attempting yeah, yeah. the lateral move, he said that we should have sent Jake Bailey out to kick a, kick a field goal from – 
Yeah, eating break whoever that actually whoever. like. No, isn't there like that rule Break where the it's like you can? Hand. Yeah, what's isn't that? Isn't that like a rule where like <laughs> they they did it in one of the games this year where it's like you yeah, can it just like Australia do like a free kick. Yeah, 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 just like a free kick. I don't know. Yeah, you also can run. they're definitely gonna yeah. like what they do for Belichick is like oh they banned the uh, the every time ineligible receiver. Oh, they're banning. They're the, gonna, they're gonna the ban double. that. The, let they're me, gonna ban let me that. say this about the double. Uh, Good so, for Vrabel though. Good Vrabel, for Vrabel. Well, that's Belichick's move. He did that. He started that. Yeah, he did that this year against. He did it against the Jets, right? The Giants. Was it Jets or Giants? Yeah, it was the Monday Night Football game. Yeah, 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 right. Because I remember Joe Tessa's like freaking out. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's smiling. He goes, look at him, look at him. Anyways, about that is that the the um that rule. Okay, so flip it. If Belichick was doing that and doing everyone would everyone because the rule says it's like if you take the back to back penalties, it's a fifteen yarder for unsportsmanlike. We did do that against the Jets. I know, no, but what I'm saying is if. We so did like, do it, and it's Belichick's move. But I'm saying if Belichick was doing it in that game, the people I, that would nitpick that rule and be like, well, if you do back-to-back penalties purposefully, like you can see that Belichick was clearly trying to do, that should be an unsportsmanlike. I'm just saying, like, good for Vrabel. It's a smart move, and it's a great football situational like decision to make. But if Belichick was doing that, I can't imagine how many people on Twitter would be like, you get the benefit of the refs because they didn't give you unsportsmanlike mm-hmm. for trying yeah. to do that move. All right, so Eth, um, no, Matt, finish the, let's finish the injuries, and I have one point to do, and then maybe we can... I wanted to add one more thing, too, about the penalty thing. So the other thing that made me really mad was the Shaq Mason penalty. I oh, my God, that He costed awful. us the season. I say he costed us the season, but that's a little bit of an overreaction because, you know, it's not really his fault for going over the line of scrimmage. Yeah. But whatever it is, and, you know, it sucked, but it is what it is. Anyway. Um, so, and then we had another rookie placed on IR, Halate Froholt, a guy I'm actually really excited uh, to see. Okay. 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 Say you, say you lose Joe Tooney, he can pronounce his role. name again. Freehold. Halat it's Froholt. not Halate. I've actually looked at it. I've actually looked how to pronounce his name. You'll never be able to guess it. Okay. You should say it then. Uh, Yelda. <laughs> Yelda. Yep. Uh huh. I looked it up. It's Yelda. Bullshit. It's gotta be. Hal- oh my. Okay. Look whatever. What anyway, look lie. it up. It's, it's Yelda. <laughs> it's Yelda. Lie. The, the Pasternak just scored again. The greatest I, player in the NHL. Yo, anyway, okay. After after Froholt is Malik Gant, who I don't think anyone cares about that much. Mm. But practice squatter for life. Anyway, James Devlin after that, which sucked. Oh, might retire man. per per Grant's sword. Jakob Johnson. Jakob Johnson. He's he's, he's almost better than. Uh, Hey, I, I said it, dude. Jakob Johnson's a future All Pro. He's almost better than <laughs> if they ever add if they ever add a fullback. Jacob, what type of take is that? <laughs> wait, wait, I, I, I missed see, the I take. I, I, I'm not said, gonna lie. He just, said, he just said Jakob Johnson was better than Devlin. <laughs> I said he could be. He's all, I said he's almost. Dude, I mean, <laughs> Sam Newton could be better yeah. than Tom Brady in 20 years. But yeah, I'm not saying all, that, guys, bro. I said he's <laughs> almost. I said he's almost. I'm all I'm saying is I see him flatten people. I don't see Devlin flatten as many people. That's all. I'm not. T- I'm not going into the fullback discussion now, dude. You so. went from anyone can play fullback to discussing the tendencies and the the skill sets of fullback. I don't give a crap. I'm. Fi- I want Roberts as the fullback. <laughs> oh, you want Roberts? We have gone completely full circle. Where you have, you have <laughs> the first episode, you were like, Robert let me tell death. you. That's that's exactly what I was about to say too. This is exactly the. 
Roberts is no longer on my slander list. It's now DJ Wise Jr. because I want him off that this team immediately. Absolutely. Oh, I, Absolutely. Hope he, I hope he goes off next year. Because he, he had the because DJ DJ Wise has had like the worst year like I've seen a Patriots player have in a long time. May I introduce they, you to they, Patrick Chung? They keep putting him out there, and he either gets driven back 20 yards on a run play or has some kind of stupid rough of the passer penalty or horse car yeah, or something Adrian like that. Claiborne, where it's yeah. like if you were He's only much worse than faster, you would be a lot better than you are because I feel like he always just gets run right by the quarterback. Why is blows? He sucks. I don't want to. See, I don't <laughs> want to see him on this team ever again. I want him gone along with Rivers. All right, all right. After okay. uh, Devlin was Goskowski. You can argue Ooh. big, biggest blow of the season, possibly question mark. Besides, honestly, there. with how good Folk was, who cares? Nick Folk, I yeah, want Nick Folk. Right. Folk, Nick was Folk a, a wait, Jacob, did you say you want him back? Well, I don't know. Okay, let's say Gaskowski's future might be up in the air too. You never know. That's that's the thing. Like, I mean, Folk is also a little up there in age. But... Draft, Rodrigo uh, Blankenship. Exactly. I was yes. just going to say Blankenship. Anyway, after him's Jakob Johnson, Gunnar Olszewski, F in the chat. Jacob, um, I hope you know that when Rodrigo is a Patriot and he misses a game-winning field goal and I try to argue why it was the whole fault, you're not allowed to say it's because he went to Georgia. I don't even know who the <laughs> hell that is, first of all. So, <laughs> He's Georgia's kicker. Uh, oh, okay. I, I can't wait. You have to remind me about that one. So that's all the guys for IR, but I mean, Edelman was banged up all year. Brady was banged up all year. Yeah, Edelman like, wasn't uh, running his routes as good who, these past couple Who games. wasn't on the injury report is the actual thing. Like, Isaiah Wynn was on IR. Y- Yanni Kajusti you know, was on non- was non-football on injury. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Kajusti, yeah, I forgot about him. From Do we West think this was Edelman's Virginia. best season? Yes. Ever? Yes. To, to be yes. honest. Let's he's, say he's not banged up and he's actually. I got, think last like, year probably was, but uh, I know. I mean, he yeah. Well, last started, year he missed the first four games too. Correct. He the first four games. Yards. He, he started off a little slow, but I, I mean, this year he ended a little slow because of. One of my, by uh, the continu- way, one of my continuous takes throughout the season was Ben Watson was good for one big play game and then would be completely signed for the rest of the game. He had two big plays. And, and one of them was called back. Because, yep. had him because of Shag Mason, but hey. Oh, my God. Georgia Tech. Watson is a lot more washed than I thought he was. What happened to Ryan Izzo? Was what he hurt? To... He, he sucked. Was he hurt why. or was he What happened to Antonio Brown? Dude, Bentley played. Yeah, he did. I think, but Bentley, let, let's be, okay, let's be fair. Bentley's Bentley playing behind. Right. Um, Kyle Van Noy, Dante Hightower, and uh, Jamie Collins. We also have a. Uh, we also had high hopes for him because he he flashed his first couple weeks and then he was I out all year with an injury. So I mean, yeah, yeah. When I went to the Lions game, he got injured. So I'm never going back to freaking Ford Field again because Edelman tore his ACL there, and then Bentley was out for the season. So we're not going back. Okay, one more one more disappointment is yours truly, your Georgia guy, Sony Michelle. No, 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 stop. <laughs> he, had he almost rushed for 1,000 yards. Awful. He almost rushed for 1,000 yards. Dude, he yards was actually worse. good in this game. This game, yeah, I missed the half when he was good, of course. Yeah, you come in and you're like, Sony, sh- like, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I did. Yeah, I, you, yeah. you had to miss the first half, and then you came in, you're like, how about I Sony? Did. And we're like, yeah, how, how No, about? I just said, I was just going off of what people were telling me. Is he was like then, the best then, player then Matt, in that Matt corrected me. Dude, Matt he had 912 yards this season. Playing behind an offensive you sure line. About that? I game... didn't know he, he didn't have nine. Did. I thought he was like three hundred. Yeah, he did. You sure he had nine hundred and twelve yeah, yeah. yards. He was within and seven touchdowns. 
I thought it was like 300. Averaging over three yards a carry. Either, okay. Uh-oh. Dude, he had career high in, I think he had career high touchdowns. Huh? He, no, ra- he ran much. No, no way he had a career high. high. I don't think about that. Well, if that. you're not counting the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. He didn't have a career high. Yeah. No way he had a no. career high. Anyways. You know what? You want to know what the number one biggest disappointment of the season was as far as players go? Is why did we draft Damian? No, not why did we draft Damian Harris. Red shirt. Why was he not ever in? Red shirt. Red shirt for sure. Yeah, yeah, that no, that happened shirt. to James White. I would wait, love wait, wait. To... Yeah, that's true. Well, James wait, White wait, was wait. hurt. Okay. Was he? Damian Harris could have been hurt. But like, I know he was hurt, oh, but like now he's getting all he... defensive because he brought up James White. What? Oh, uh. yes. Damian Harris had, I think, he had one carry this season, right? It was against the like Jets, I think. Yeah, and he, he, had, like lost uh, he had four carries for twelve yards. Okay. So well, Sony wasn't that bad this season. I thought he, he was wasn't. Hard. Not at all. No, he here's your stat comparison, okay? So last year, 931 yards, here, 912 yards. This is not counting the playoffs, by the way. And then this year, start over, seven. Start over, I didn't, I didn't hear that. So one. last year, he had 931 yards, six touchdowns. Missing like two games, though. Yeah, yeah he missed. Two or three. He missed, he missed three games last year. So he had, what, like 20 less yards? He had 20 less yards. This season. Yards. Yeah, and then one more touchdown. Okay. So he had more touchdowns this season than he did last year, excluding. I still don't think he's worth a first round pick. That takes know. that takes stands. That takes stands and is going strong. Because I mean, plus he, yards in the postseason, one he's, touchdown he's, every single game. Because he's also he carried us in the postseason last year. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying he sucked. First of all, I'm not saying he sucks because he doesn't suck. But I don't think he's really. Would you? Okay, let's put it this way. Two people won us the Super Bowl last year. Sony Michelle and D Ford. Sony Michelle and D Ford Ford won us the Super Bowl. If you got 129 yards and three touchdowns in the playoffs, would you take that from a first round pick? From a first round pick? Yeah. 129 and three touchdowns. That's what he had last year. Okay. But no, all I'm trying to say is. He's. I don't think he's anything special because he. Because you watch him, he gets what's there. Yeah, he uh, he does that. He's good at that. He gets what's there, but like the special like first round picks to me like can make something out of nothing. You want to hear me say something? You can't okay. seem to do that. Right. I'd rather I'd rather have Real- I'd rather honestly have Burkett out there. You know who was running back that was taken before Sony Michelle? Rashad who? Penny. Rashad Penny. Now let me say something. One thing negative about Sony Michelle. I don't even know if this is, negative, but. Sony Michelle at Georgia was a a threat, or or could was very good in the passing game. When the ball was thrown his way, he would always be able to turn that ball upfield. Now, when the ball is thrown to him, it's like it seems like when you throw the ball to Adrian Peterson, he just kind of stands there and gets hit and falls down, and there's no real movement. Like you don't wonder... see Sony Michelle get us like a checkdown pass and turn that into something. I'm not. I wonder if he used to not... be able to do that. Way more at Georgia, and I don't know why he I'm not hasn't fully, been able to do it. Yeah, I'm not fully convinced he fits our system or something. Because I hear, because I hear that he did all these things in college, and now he's in the pros, and he can't do like any of it. It's like what's going on? Here? It's like something wrong here. Like I, wonder I don't know. If he Looks like it's time to go get DeAndre banged, Swift. Who like you say these names, and I don't it's know Georgia's running back right Georgia's now. Of course, <laughs> I, I, I should just figure that. I should just like know that. Okay. DeAndre Swift would actually be a perfect fit for this. Okay, team. yes, but maybe I gotta maybe go. Michelle is. I'm in... dipping. All right. If we're doing All winners right. and losers, uh, I sent them into the chat. 
Okay. okay. Do we want to touch on Brady real quick? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that real quick and then go. Because now we're on, we're on currently on a Brady watch for uh, what's he, what he's gonna do. Gonna let and the I greatest mean, of all time quarterback hit the open market. What do you expect? So he says he doesn't want to retire. It's highly unlikely or something like that. So he wants to, and he he said he loves playing here and he would prefer here, but if he can't get the deal he wants or whatever happens, he he has the, he, he, they can't franchise him, so he has the option to sign somewhere else. I don't so, think that will happen. I, I think like, realistically, if you really, really think of Brady retiring or leaving doesn't make much sense, right? So he's consistently said for his whole career, I want to play to 45. I want to be here. I want to sign another deal. Whatever it may be, he's kept saying, there is no chance I'm leaving. There's no chance of leaving. So, and, and, the, yeah. and mix that now with, um, why would he go to another team if he was going to – okay. If Brady Brady says I want to play next year, okay, so that means he wants to play. He's not going to retire. If Brady now, why would he go to another team and like at learn 40, a whole new at system? Forty years old, yeah, go there, get he the whole new twenty system, years, whatever yeah. it may be. It's like move his family. Like I just think that would be such a drag. I don't the house know. House is on the market. I mean, right? But like that. Okay, but that has nothing to do with it because someone's already said it doesn't. I think it I was mean, Willie McGinnis said it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because that happens with players all the time. I think the house on the market thing is an easy, like, just a an easy thing to point to to say a player is leaving. When uh, I know in the NBA, because it's huge, and the like the free the free agency there is like so big that house on the market gets thrown around so much with players that it doesn't matter that much. Like, Rivers still lives in San Diego. Here's a comparison that I saw the other day, and I think it was on Good Morning Football. I think it was Kyle Brandt, and he said LeBron going to LA would he like he dragged guys along with them, right? Like he dragged Anthony Davis with him, and he dragged to recruit Paul George right. and all that. Do you think Brady would do the same thing if he went somewhere? He would like try to get like Amari Cooper to come with him. Or, Brady like, isn't going you know. anywhere that isn't going to be set up for success at this point in Brady's career. I I can't remember who said it, but it when you know how people always talk about like. Oh, this guy plays for the love of the game because like they don't get paid anything or whatever. No, I think it's the opposite. The guys who play for the love of the game are the Tom Brady's that have made all the money in the world that that could that could have retired many many years ago. That's what I don't understand. Luxury. The the Tom Brady, those are the people that play for the love of the game. The people Why? who don't need football or that don't need the 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 payday in football that still do it every single Sunday and put their body on the line and all that. They don't mail it in. Brady plays for the love of the game, and yeah. he's not going to go somewhere just to kind of like uh, Joe Montana it or be a Michael Jordan on the Wizards. So I, I want to like – I want to re- re- reference Brandon's post real quick too about yeah. what, what Mike Giardi reported, that Tom Brady feels like he deserves a multi-year contract for his next deal and also believes he deser- deserves market value. Market salary value, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and that's what it, it's kind of. So, what would market value be this year? Thirty million dollars, probably. Probably be like around the Breeze deal or something. So, like what did he get last year? Three. I don't. Thir- okay, first of all, million? do we even believe that? Yeah, I kind of do. I mean, what Mike else is, what, is, what else is a his pretty question? reliable source, but why? I, I, I know. know I just I, I feel like with everyone, see, you're going to hear so many. Cl- okay. Even Here's what guys, I don't understand either: is that why aren't we getting the same thing for Drew Brees right now? 
Oh yeah, that is because he could I'm, leave you know just as much. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna read you something that I posted the other day because I think this is me like just sitting in bed at like night thinking thinking thoughts. Okay, late night thoughts. All right, the Saints. The Saints. One of the the Super Bowl favorites this year, if not the favorite, heading out of the NFC. Uh, losing the wild card round with a 40 plus year old QB who is now a free agent. How much free agency have we heard about Drew Brees this season? Not a lot. Along with a head coach that a lot of people would call a mastermind, a genius head coach, the team wildly underperformed this year, being a wild card team and not getting a bye. And the best they looked this year was in their backup QB, who didn't lose a start, played. There was no panic in New Orleans from what we hear in the national level. The, the media is not hounding Drew Brees and not going after, well, like, let's, let's track his flights, where he's going for Drew Brees. It's not that. They, the, why was there not the narrative of is this Drew Brees' last game in the Superdome like there was with Brady? This should, be, this should be a non-story. This should be a non-story. It should be a non-story. And I think, I mean, it's just all, like, it's, all three. it's such a broken record, but like, it's because we're the Patriots. Yeah, pretty much. All three of um, the Saints quarterbacks are eligible for free agency this year. Drew Brees, Taysom's a free agent. Taysom Hill. Yo, Sean Payton will resign Taysom Hill before he resigns Drew Brees. He's restricted, though. He's restricted. So, so you can, put can a, he match his offer? Is that what it is? Damn. They can match your oh. offer for him. So offer $100 million in. I want Taysom Hill so bad. He can play every position we want. Like, Dude, that's who we, he, we need a quarterback. We need a receiver. I'm telling you. Taysom Hill will get Dak Prescott money from Sean Payne. Oh, God. Okay, but like, the other thing that I wanted yeah, to ask you guys, too, was like, what are your realistic spots for Brady, if you think there is any? If you don't think there's any, just say it. I really don't think I, I really cannot see him going anywhere. I can't. Like, not even the like, Chargers. I can't, I can't either. Like the this, Chargers, you think have, would drop Rivers no. and take? Some I have of the an draft. interesting question though that that I was discussing with some people today is what do you think Brady's trade value would be if he wasn't a free agent? I don't know. I know it's, it's so hypothetical. You make it like three first round picks. Not you think that you think that he's worth three first? Or first? No, he's well, not. Okay, no, maybe one. But For his, I think that he's. I think he's definitely worth this year's number one. But I think the future picks. Let's know. say you're talking least, about Tom Brady in his prime. You're going to get three first-round picks. Oh, you, well, you're going yeah, to get that's way, a, that's a way more Pierce, than the Cleveland uh, trade. That's deal. Exactly. But, like, this is, like, pr- right now, Brady. I mean, I feel like he, a first-round and probably – A first-round and a player, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, say, I say it's got to be, like, first, next year, second, following year's third. Maybe. But, like – The only thing I could see a team wanting Brady – is for his legacy or for his leadership, or for like one year? Like I mean, you're or only for his yeah. raw skill. To play one year, let's position. go for it, right? But he's like, not get a multi-year deal from anyone. That, that's, that's what that, I think. That's what he. That's what he wants too. The this only is, team that would give him it. that would be. Like, here's a question. Here's a question for you guys. Like, it's been like we've all. The question has been like, does Brady want to come back here? Do you do you think Bill wants him back? I'm not yeah, convinced of so. that. I'm I not convinced of that. Check, I think what Belichick wants is to take another quarterback and win the Super Bowl with him, so he can say, yeah. "I don't need Tom Brady." Or even that, I don't like, think Belichick or develop someone. someone. I, I don't really think don't. I don't think Belichick thinks Brady is like at like like worth what he wants. I think there's no. one there's one exception. He's not though. He's to not Belichick worth doing, a multi-year deal. With uh, I disagree. 
Well, I mean, it's it's but hard to do that with a 42 year old quarterback. Yeah, like Jacob and I have said, if he gets hurt on a multi year deal, you're screwed. Yeah, exactly. Correct. You are, you're port if you do that. But I think the multi year deal has to have like an option. It needs to be structured correctly to do. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm fine. Maybe with you do a one year deal with an option for the next season. Like, what is it called when you have the two like, sides? Yeah, because he wants a multi deal. Like, like it's a player and a team option. So it's like a mutual option, I think, is what it's called. They both have to agree they want each other on the team. I mean, maybe, but like even like because like they look they they traded they tried to trade Gronk, they traded Seymour, they let Welker walk. Like just the fact they like they like to be ahead of it, they're almost like behind in in a way. I know it's Brady, and I know it's different with it's different with Brady, but like you get the point though. Like we don't know how he feels about Stidham, and we don't know how he feels about Stidham or like Tua. They had to take Stidham out of a football game in garbage time. Yeah, I know. I he he didn't look great in that game, but you don't know how they feel behind closed doors like throughout the season we don't know yeah, that exactly. yet. exactly yeah we don't know for and, sure and i'm not saying i'm not saying stidham's a guy so grant can chillax but like what if they do like him and they want to move forward with him or if they like someone in the draft and they want to draft him and move forward with him like with the future or do they want they don't want brady who's not going to show up in for otas work with these new new receivers then roll his eyes when they run the route like I don't know if the team fully wants to deal with that. That's the other thing I wanted to ask you guys. Was this the most miserable you've ever seen Tom Brady? He's miserable? Yeah. I'm hate- frustrated. I wouldn't say miserable. He's no, he, of- look, he looks miserable in his post-game conferences. Like, he just Can we talk about how like many shots CBS did of him on the bench? Like, it was unbelievable. He looked oh, miserable. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Derek, Derek, Derek Henry would rip off a three. And then they would just pan to Tom. He he did look miserable this year. Like, he, he you could tell, like especially once like Edelman got hurt. But I'd be <laughs> frustrated too if he has a track record like like he doesn't use serve the team with like three rookies and Edelman and a second round pick that you just traded for pretty much no production. Yeah, this is like this is kind of the issue right now. That's holding off a contract. Uh, Brady wants his multi year contract uh, in the. And wants like sec- job security and wants weapons. The team wants him to fully commit. He doesn't want. See, they don't want to. They don't want to pay that. They don't want to pay like his value, and he won't show up for OTAs. And they tried. I mean, they tried to surround Brady with stuff, but like it just didn't work. They failed. If if Brady like, really, yeah, go if ahead. Brady really wants to win, he'd take the pay cut, and they go out and sign somebody that Brady handpicks himself. Let him like there's pick a couple players that he wants yeah. on the team. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the thing is though, there's rumors that they that he did that with Sanu. So Okay, if that's the know. case, then he shouldn't have been so miserable, right? They, like, I just don't want it to be have... like the the LeBron where it's like he's picking like Anthony know, Davis the, and whatever. The day that I, I the day that Brady's big yeah, time LeBron. and he might just yeah. might be his whole career and might just be better at it but like, like when LeBron Matt, in Miami yeah. I hate that I even use their name in the same breath but <laughs> when when LeBron in Miami was basically like I want this guy with the pick and then they picked him and LeBron left like yeah Matt what you said about uh a pay cut see if Brady like says like fine he takes the pay cut like I feel like he's just gonna do this we're gonna be in the same loop again where he skips he's miserable he skips OTAs and he's not on the same page with his new receivers. It's like, plus there's a whole new coaching staff coming in too. Yeah, you're like, right. It's, it, like, it's, let's say we lose McDaniel's. Like, we have a new offensive coordinator. We have new wide receivers coach. We have new like they have so many new coaches coming in too. It's like, 
I, if well, he's gonna if he's like, gonna skip these OTAs and like not be fully committed right here. So like, right. it's just what's what's the point? Like, plus missing these OTAs aren't making himself any better either. Like, if he is declining at all, like that ain't helping. Like, yeah, you I understand know what I'm saying? that. Yeah, exactly. The other so, thing like, too that I felt is pretty needs a tight end. I think throughout all these years, when Kowski got hurt, they went out and traded for Bennett, right? Yeah. And then when then they went out and got Dwayne Allen, right? <laughs> that wasn't a receiving threat at all, but you see well, these draw-offs. He doesn't have a tight end, and he tries desperately to find a tight end, but he can't do it, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, just... like Tony Romo said on the broadcast, he said, look, this guy still has it, but he can't do it by himself anymore. He can't take Kembrell Tompkins and throw him. Like yeah, he, he's, not, he's not prime Brady. He's not in his prime. No, he's not going to be obvious. able to lead him down the field with guys like Myers. And like, you know, Brady's so... always hated the rookie receiver. It's not like that's a new. Sp- yeah, well, yeah. And... The only guy I can ever remember him like clicking with Malcolm Mitchell. Go dogs. I mean, yeah. Okay. And um... like <laughs> said today too, like you, if you drafted Jerry Judy and put him on our offense, he would do nothing. Probably five hundred. Oh, it was yards it was uh, it was okay. three touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. he well, said even, if we yeah. we could draft Jerry Judy in the first touchdown in his first season. People say that like they say like we shouldn't have drafted Harry. We should have drafted. Oh, we should have gotten Metcalf like oh, DK or, or yeah or dude. Oh my, how about AJ CBS? Brown. How about CBS posting the thing that was like all the receivers taken before DK Metcalf, and then it was like maybe you shouldn't put so much stock in a three cone. Like AJ, dude, AJ, shut AJ Brown. Up. It's been one season. Maybe you shouldn't put Brown's so much value in a 40-yard dash. Yeah, but like I that's the thing though. Dash. AJ Brown could like could be on this team and have the same issues. Like we don't know this this freaking Patriots system that's is what so I hate, difficult. Man. Like I and, I, can, and I blame Dave McDaniel for that. It's the fan, but I think in in the big scheme of things it's why we're so successful. Yeah, but like I don't know you, exactly why, but I I well, yeah, it's a it's it a is. precision offense, and I mean, right, and it's run by McDaniel's because apparently, I, according to Greg, anyways, uh, once McDaniel's got here, that playbook got like like three inches thicker for crying out loud. But uh, I, but take that for what it's worth. But but I, like I almost like think this offense needs to be dumbed down a little bit for the young guy. I feel like they, it's got to be a little bit like and the other these young too, guys are just not getting it. I just thought of this again with Brady. He doesn't fit in any other schemes right now. He's like the last. Yeah. He's like the last pocket passer, pure pocket passer in the NFL right now. Sounds like breeze. Oh, uh, I mean, like you got because, the breeze, and we know. Yeah, there's not many left. But Rogers still scrambles. Ryan, I guess, is still a pocket passer. There's a but there's a difference though between and, scrambling. Like I think Dak is a pure pocket passer, but will scramble because he just is twenty. If he needs to, yeah. You know? Maybe Philip Rivers, I guess you'd call another one, but he's on the downside of his career as well. Roethlisberger, yeah. yeah. Roethlisberger. I guess I was wrong on that take, but I mean, like, you know, I get, like, what, I get what you're saying. The systems that for someone for, the, but yeah, it's in the new age of quarterback. No, teams that you are not a looking for a right? passer right now. Exactly, yeah. and like the Bears are apparently a reasonable destination, and no, it's not. That offense. I think the is Bears no- are about to get Trubisky back. I feel like I read. Like they're they no better to... on offense than we were this year. Like, uh, I mean, the Patriots, I think, were a top 10 scoring team. We were, like, they were, we right? were yeah. actually a top 10 offense. Unbelievable. Like, I, don't, did, I don't understand. What a testament to Brady that is. Like, what, how the hell did that happen? 
defense putting you at the five yard line off. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, pretty much. Right, but I like, mean, we're lucky we had that. What, what would his upgrades be? Allen Robinson isn't better than Julian Edelman. No, like sure, he, sure the production's better, but that's because he's the only wide receiver they have. Anthony Miller Tariq, and uh, Tariq Cohen's maybe maybe better than James Taylor White. Gabriel. Mm. Like, I don't think it's an upgrade. If anything, it's like the same or it's a downgrade. Like he doesn't have any better tight ends. Like, I'm, okay, I'm oh, and you want to talk about a tight end thing? The Bears' tight end situation is awful. Trey Burton. They can't find mm-hmm. Trey Burton. Yeah, like, not not doing not great. No. Oh, you know who they 14, do have? 14 receptions this year. Like, you know, the, the Bears do have two guys, Riley Ridley and uh, Javon Wims, both from Georgia. Stop with your Georgia stuff. Right? Jesus Christ. What a socket. They do have Georgia. Eric Saubert, so maybe mm. maybe he's got some chemistry there in Cordero Patterson. There you go. <laughs> I mean, okay, so I have, here's a question. Like, after all we've said about Brady and all that, and, like, what, like, it could look like with him back or, like, without him, like, do you want him back? Yes, hundred like, percent. But like, think about it this way, though. Like, I know we all want him here. We all want him to retire as a Patriot. Like, would you want him to retire and have him like start the new future with someone else? I no, I, he, I I no. I I want to win another Super Bowl with Brady. I I really do. But if he doesn't have it anymore, I don't know why you would bring him back again. Like. I don't know. Like, it's, there's no it's tough. It's tough. It's honestly tough for me to answer this. Because I mean, why, why should he stick around if he doesn't have anything more to play for? If, if he's not going to be invested because he doesn't like his contract. And exactly. He's gonna be, we're going to have the same thing happen as we just had this. They have brand new receivers. He doesn't come for OTAs to work with them. and Because you're he, not going to have. He starts running the wrong routes, and he's going to roll his eyes every freaking time, and he's not going to have a passing attack. Like, if we're just going to do this whole thing again, why would you want him back? Yeah, exactly. Like, you know so I mean, if we can get if we can get him at least happy, if if we're going to get him back, I want him at least happy so he starts yeah. like doing all this. This okay, the whole Brady retirement thing kind of shifts into my first loser. So have we said what we want to say about Brady? Yeah, we should. Ha- I think so. Yeah, like yeah, for a while. Yeah, I mean, I almost, I almost want to skip winners and losers. Okay, well, we could just have like final uh, let, takes. Let's just do it quick. Yeah. Let's not spend. Okay, sure. But I, I do have kind of this, this, this uh, dovetails off the the Brady thing. But my 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 number one loser is Adam, is Adam Schefter, and I've like canceled him the past couple of weeks. I've never I haven't said it on the. But I've just been kind of it's been a season long like brewing thing because okay it started in the beginning of the season when. When Schefter and what you don't see him do a lot is like opinion based, like reporting. And if that makes sense, like, oh, he won't say something. Like, I, I think Schefter knows when he says something, it is taken like gospel in the NFL community. When, when he yeah. says, I think or I know, no matter what it is, when he, people take it to heart. And using that platform at the beginning of the he's the one that started. The I believe Brady will play for another team. He said, "I yeah." Think it, he said it on ESPN. That's right. He said it on ESPN with and the houses was, stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then he started being like, "Brady's put his house up for sale." That's when people started caring about whether his house was put up for sale. So I like I I know it's a it's a, a lot of things, but I point at him being like the guy for the NFL. And the they're from Michigan really together. They're, they're actually good friends. Like I think 
And then um, another thing that he did this season was he when when the um, Spygate thing came or the Spygate Part Two thing came out. Uh, the Monday night halftime show. I can't. I can't remember what the game it was, but the week after that happened, they did this like whole like teaser clickbait thing where like Schefter's got new details, on it. and Schefter went into this whole thing basically doing what you think is the what the basic basic ESPN, leaving out a lot of the facts of it, saying like uh, the NFL is now investigating the cameras illegally put at the Bengals sideline, which. Sure, that's all correct. But when you look deep into it, you look at the stuff. It's all it. It makes sense what what happened, and it it was it was a whole lot of nothing in the end of it. But Schefter was making it bigger than it seemed, and it just feels like ESPN is taking him and making him push an agenda that I've never seen him push before. Again, the thing that he just tweeted the other day that was like the Patriots are getting disciplined for the um. The yeah for Spygate two point or whatever for the record it's like but then the there was like that conflicting report that was like the, the yeah NFL has the NFL because yeah, the then the NFL yeah. came back and was like we're not we don't know yet like, we don't know yet basically and it was like I just feel like there's an agenda pushed through Schefter now and Schefter's I don't want to say the sellout word but I feel like he's sold out a little bit and just maybe. been like a a. A, possible, a guy with yeah. a big spoon stirring pot this season. Or it's just a strategy to get clicks or something. I don't know. Yeah, he's really stirred the pot this season like you've never seen him do before. Yeah. All right, so what's your winner? My winner is Josh McCown. Uh, what an awesome career he's had. Probably my favorite backup quarterback of all time. He is, he is the man at 40 years old laying his heart on the field for the Eagles. Somehow the Eagles, when, when Wentz goes down, just – I don't. I don't yeah, understand what. Within like, eight points of winning, like I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, and, and I feel bad for McCown. He had wide open. Like, he's so mobile too for forty years old. Uh, he had oh, a yeah. wide open lane to run the ball in the end zone. Mm-hmm. He got tripped up short, but I, his post game conference, he was crying and it was so sad, and I felt so bad yeah. for him. But All I right. love Josh McCown, and he, he was pretty active in that game too. Like, he's not he a bad awesome. like, he was, dude, stat line was freaking. Really, and I, I know Menzel too. I remember him in an interview talking about how intricate. Um, Josh McCown was was to him like his his first uh his first year. I don't know. He's he's been like the best guy to be a bridge quarterback, and he's awesome. And wasn't he sacked like six times in that game too? Like, come on. He had 174 wow. yards and a 75 percent right. Yeah, that's I'll crazy. Do my my next. Okay. Uh, my winner is Kirk Cousins because he won a playoff game. Good for him. And my loser is from the same game, the New Orleans Saints, because wow, you guys is no, you ain't you ain't getting screwed by the that refs every year. You guys just suck. Okay. You can't, you just can't, can't. You guys just your yearly choke job, and it happened earlier this year. But still, you guys like have you guys yeah. complain all the time about the refs and all that when you when you completely ignore like like each game you've had like three or four opportunities to win those games and you and you miss it. But no, let's just blame the refs. Like the uh, uh like last year, like Breeze Breeze didn't throw a late game interception or anything or gave up the tie-in field goal. You, like that didn't happen. It was all the refs. And this year, like Breeze threw a pick what was in like the second third quarter. Something they like didn't that. have a chance to win the game, so it wasn't fair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And, uh, like, that was, and that was not a push off. Like that was not a penalty on the no, field. So that is goal. not a penalty. Dude, Dude, any other team in the league, and at that point, no the way anyone cares that that's an OPI. Like they were, there was a lot of hand fighting, and there's even a picture of the Saints defender holding on to the guy's arm. Anyway, 
That Dude, is how not about PI. That is how not about PI. Rodney Harrison and uh, Tony Dungy on Sunday Night Football? They were going off. They were like clearly offensive pass interference should have been called. Oh my god! No so, way. Like it, right as that happened, I think everyone in America had the same thing of like, are we about to have another like parade? Yeah, but I will. I, hopefully, we still get a new rule change. <laughs> like, is this going to implement Sky Judge or something? I hope a Sky. I I kind of want to see what the Sky Judge Sky Judge looks like. Uh, I think um, the side note, I think the, the pass interference rules has seven games left in the NFL season. <laughs> I feel like it's becoming like the robotic umpires in the NFL. Even though All it right. hasn't become a thing in the MLB yet. But you know. Matt, you have your winner and losers? Or... Yeah, I wanted to make my winner like a really underrated Patriot from that I found this season. And I wanted to say it was Adam Butler. Yeah, like this, yeah you're right. This guy, this guy came in as an undrafted free agent out of, was it Vanderbilt? Was it Vanderbilt? I think it yeah, was. he went to Vandy. Yeah, and he had that nice, nice play where he knocked the ball down at the line of scrimmage. But he's played like that all year long, and he deserves a lot more reps. And he oh, is a great. restricted free agent this season. Hopefully they bring him back. They should if he's a restricted free agent. But I'd like to get him to a long-term deal because he really is a good Defender, or defensive tackle. Finding defensive tackles in this league is very, very, very hard. difficult. And yeah. having a good one is like a thing of beauty it's, because there's not many not good like, ones. Him and Guy. What's yeah, yeah Guy's awesome too. It's not like he's an elite defensive tackle like Chris Jones or something like that, but, but he's solid. He's mediocre and he's but, above okay, average. Listen, if you're right? going to try so, to rank the best defensive tackles in the league, you're going to go yeah. Fletcher Cox, Chris Jones. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald's if, more of an end. Yeah, I don't know. They call him a it, it, It's so some. hard to, you know, like, to get, like... Donald you know, like, can play anywhere. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, yeah I, get, I get your point. I get your point. But, like, if you're, if you're listing the best ones, it's kind of like Fletcher Cox, Chris Jones, and I can't think of, like, another... Exactly, right. Yeah. Damian Harrison. Damian Harrison's probably... Damian Harrison's the best run-stuffing D-tackle, probably. But the thing with that is that defensive tackles, you can't look at their stats. You can't be like, oh, we only had three tackles in that game. Because that doesn't matter. It's about disruptions. It's about knock passes down mm-hmm. and stuff like that, right? But I just wanted to put him as a winner, even though really team-basing or player-based. But I felt like he's very underrated this season. Mm, he is. Loser, and I know someone's not going to like this, but I said Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Like, come on, what was that lateral at the end of the game? Dude. Like, what was that? What a choke job that was. Explain right, let me that. defend like, my... What is that? Is defend if that, that lateral works, then if, okay, if, um, if, if, Knox, if Knox has, is paying attention and catches that lateral and runs it for 20 yards upfield, the, the narrative is not Joe Tessitore saying, why would you do that? It's what a heads-up play by Josh. Look, I yeah, I'd agree on that. You, you I'd can't agree hate on the that. guy for, but for trying. That's yeah. something that Choke should have been dis- it should have been discussed like at that point. I think a the bit more earlier in the game move was taking a sack on third down. Yeah, the, th- the thing is, he wasn't has the play. He was panicked. Yeah, that's and the he thing. choked the game. He had the chance to win the game, did he not? Did they get the ball first? 
I can't remember. If oh, I, thought he, I thought he time. was pretty good throughout the most of that game too, but then, then his passer crushed. rating was sixty nine point five or something like that. Nice. Or maybe yeah. Yeah, nice. like nice, nice. But, I mean, his completion percentage. <laughs> I'm looking at it now. It's only like fifty percent. All right, maybe it wasn't. Obviously, I'm not hating. He he's gonna be the best quarterback in the AFC East if Tom Brady leaves. When he does leave, unless unless uh, Tua comes in. I mean, Tua might overtake him for that, but Grant, you just said from right? Yes, of course. Okay. Anyway, Josh Allen boneheaded mistake kind of choked the playoffs away, but you know, poor Buffalo Bills fans. I feel bad for them, honestly. Oh man. Okay, so that's the end of that. So we might any any final. Thoughts before because we've been recording for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just I mean, we're this on episode's about as long as we would have hoped the season could have gone. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> an hour. <laughs> an hour. <laughs> just oh, an hour man. longer, please. Oh, we would have beat the yeah. Chiefs this week. Let's not lie. All right, the Chiefs. Wow. Well, wait, toast. real quick. Wow. Super Bowl predictions. Who? Who? What do oh you yeah, think? yeah. Oh. Let's do Super Bowl. I mean, this is tough. This is the toughest. It's so year. tough. You know what's funny? Because like my original Super. Prediction. I didn't put a lot of stock in my predictions this year. I never I have to think about the AFC. I half asked my predictions this year, but like, I what I wanted to happen. Was the Saints. Why don't we Saints do, Patriots? Why don't both we do a dream wild card? So that's cool. Let's do a dream scenario, and then what we actually think it'll be. Dream scenario. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee, Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what mine would be too. That'd be funny. That'd be the that Super Bowl would be phenomenal. Wait, what about a rematch between Baltimore and the Niners? Yeah, yeah that I mean, that's nice. most likely. I don't know. Right, number one wow. seed's obviously like your safest pick, but I honestly like the Packers. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, oh god, I don't. I don't trust the Packers. Yeah, unfortunately, you can't, you can't put faith in that team. I'm I know you can't. A lot you of flaws. A lot of first flaws. First year head coach, but I think Baltimore gets there. I, I want. I want Mahomes. I really to win. do. I want Mahomes to win one. But it, listen, if Mahomes wins, then all of those awful Chiefs fans get to say that. I know, I know, but like I'm appreciate. Wait, even even worse than that, Travis Kelsey gets to say he's okay. a Super Bowl champion. Yeah, good point. I I, I would li- I will. Can I, one win the I Super would Bowl? rather eat a light bulb than have Travis Kelsey hold up the Lombardi Trophy. All right, maybe, I'll maybe say it's hurt. Don't even care. He's still gonna have the ring. <laughs> I mean, I just want. I'm just focused on. The, you know, the I, can't wait for, I can't wait until the Ravens win a Super Bowl and they say that Lamar Jackson and John Harbaugh are the best quarterback coaching goal of all time. Oh, hey, if John Harbaugh wins coach of the year, uh, which I've seen like a no lot way. of buzz for that. No way. Mike Tomlin underrated. Well, uh, yeah, uh, Mike Tomlin definitely underrated for that one. The fact that that team was a borderline playoff team is yeah, remarkable. Fine, but they still missed the playoffs, so I mean. Yeah, uh, yeah. No. But John Harbaugh, give me a break with that. It's Kyle Shanahan's award to lose. I'll give it. I'll give it to Shanahan. Yeah, because I mean, I really don't. I don't think I would not give it to Tomlin. I the thing Tomlin. you have two weeks to prepare oh, I do for, too, but it's Tomlin, you face so. you face Lamar twice, and then you have two weeks to prepare for him. He's done for. Sorry. Uh, like next year, they're gonna. What's, what's that? Uh, are... Greg, what's his? What's the uh, their uh, offensive coordinator's name again? I forget. Baltimore's. Yeah, what was Man, it? Greg Roman? Clue. Yeah, Greg Roman. Okay. Once he's gone, that Lamar would not do anything for the rest of his career. Dude, Greg I Roman saw, is I saw, a goner after this, this season, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Greg Roman's gone, probably be the Browns head coach. Like, that's what I'm saying, though. Once he's gone, I don't, L- Lamar's going to be off the map. 
I saw it. Yeah, I, I was watching NFL Network, and I think it was Joe Thomas, former offensive tackle Browns, obviously. Um, he said something like, oh, Belichick should just let Brady go and draft a mobile quarterback that he can turn into the Ravens' offense and prove he can run it too. That's the most pointless thing I've ever heard. Like, yeah, like I can win with a mobile quarterback. Can you? I don't understand. Right. Just weird, but you know. We're gonna end it here. Alright. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for a great season. This is the first season for USA yeah. Fiesta. Yeah. Uh, hopefully yeah, a couple, we'll be hopefully, back, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully a couple more to come. There's um, it's still we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll still be we'll still be making episodes in the off season. Maybe not every but like we'll still be making them through the off major news and stuff like that. Like a couple eight weeks for the draft or something like that. Yeah, know? yeah, exactly. Like off we, don't, we, don't, we don't have to be strict about them. We can just do whatever no. we have stuff. We have stuff to talk about. Right. Exactly. So there you go. So thanks for listening again and adios. 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 Watch, it ain't even me. They ain't watching on my clutch.